to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I made the mistake of thinking today was Monday. No, you didn't. Because uh, you corrected me yesterday. Well, yeah, but you weren't on the air yet, so I didn't have time, okay, so, so no one knows. All right, there we go. All right, then I just admitted it. Right, so you didn't have to do anything. Well, I, you know, for me, it felt like a Monday because for the very, very few times, very rare occasions, uh, for me, I, uh, what actually, we did a pre-record, and that's what everyone heard yesterday. Yeah. Uh, David Corton, unbelievable. What a journey he is having and how he is inviting each and every one of us. And for those of you that want to find out more, let me say this. David and I will be partnering. You're going to be hearing a lot more about the work that we're doing with him and Yes Magazine. So there's lots more to come about that. And, you know, our friends uh, that did the Interfaith Hour last night, wow, amazing, amazing, powerful messages getting out into the world. And so I'm really, really thrilled about what's getting ready to happen for this week. I've already done one interview today that brought me to tears. I don't know if I can even talk about it, actually, without, you know, that happening again. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it. I interviewed a woman by the name of Immaculate, uh, uh, who has written a book, uh, Live to Tell. And the book is about her journey uh, in Rwanda during the time of the Rwandan Holocaust. And for those of you that don't know about it, uh, you know, it was the battle between the Hutu and the, the, the tribes in, in Rwanda which was really part of the genocide that went on. And this woman has lived to tell a story that absolutely captivated everyone listening today. Not only that, her message is about learning the power of spirit and forgiveness and how that connection with God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, helped her get through 91 days in a bathroom the size of about a 20 by 20 square foot space. 91 days. 91 days of experienced soldiers outside a door wondering if each minute uh, whether or not they were going to find where she was. Uh, experiencing what it's like to watch women on the streets being attacked and, and raped. And this is what went on for three months in this region. And uh, so for me, in listening to her story, I am so inspired, even more so now than ever, to take this message out into the world and so this is an invitation for each and every one of you to really look at your own journey your own path and this story continues with our show today I have an amazing individual on the show today, Dr. Astrid Pujari. And spirit somehow shows up in ways that we can never really describe, in ways that we just don't have any idea. But the key for me has been, am I standing in the faith? Am I standing in the trust? Am I removing the doubt? Am I getting the crust out of the corners of my consciousness? 
And sometimes what happens is we have a big consciousness that goes on and we forget to clean up the corners. It's like the corner of the room. When you're sitting there and you're running your vacuum and you're vacuuming your room and you forget to get in the corners, there lies our greatest challenges and it's sometimes our greatest our greatest and, and, and actually our most wonderful blessings. And so today, this week, is really about the opening up. It's about the connecting. It's about bringing people to you that are right here, right amongst us, that are doing amazing work. Now, Dr. Pajari, for those of you that may have heard her name uh, or may not have, I, I want to say this. Again, for I think the third or fourth time, has been voted one of the best doctors on the best doctors list uh, for uh, Seattle Magazine, I believe. And we're going to talk about that. But more importantly for me, in my own healing journey, I have come to meet an individual that has actually been an answer to my prayers and so many of the prayers of those of you out there. In this world that we live in, and we live in this world where medicine is prescribed in basically two different camps. One would be the camp of traditional medicine, and believe me, I don't know that this is true, but I'm going to just give you an example. One is traditional medicine, and the other is alternative medicine. What I have found in Dr. Uh, Astrid Pajari is the bridge. This is an individual that continues to teach and takes her journey out into the world where she helps us move from one camp to the other. And, you know, she has done this in a way that only she knows how to talk about. And so we're going to hear a lot about her journey, what it means to be a bridge between two worlds of medicine. And some people say mainstream, some people say holistic. And here is an individual that comes from the place of integrating mind, body, and spirit and takes her practice to the top of its game right here in our backyard. And there aren't many people that I know of doing what she's doing. So today, you're going to hear from her and the message that she is bringing to us. But right now, Benny, I've pulled two cards for today because one of them I pulled and the other one jumped up. So that means we've got to do two readings. All right, do you want to do two? That's fine. So do we get to hear the gong like twice? I don't know. That's a big gong. All right, I'm going to have to run it all the way over there again and bang it twice. There's the first one. Okay, I gotta put on my glasses. All right, put on your glasses. Next time, remind me to clean these before I put them on. Are you going to be able to read look, the card right there? Are you then? looking at that? Mm, those kind of are pretty filthy. There we go. They have been at some very, very interesting places this <laughs> weekend. Here is, and talking about Dr. Fajari, it's no mistake that I pulled this card because I sat in her presence for hours having a conversation with her, and this is what I experienced. You want to know what this card is? Bring it. Prosperity Law Number 7. Number 7. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you to our friends at www.prosperitycards.com. There you or so Harmony good. Cards. You don't have to so see good. the dubs no more. No, you don't. But, you know, when you leave them out, it's <laughs> almost like, okay, people are going to get it. I think so. You think so? If you haven't known the net by now, <laughs> then you on an island somewhere, and we want to join That's you. That's right. If you're not if you're not lighting up from all the electromagnetic right. energy from sitting at the computer 24-7, then I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> all right, the card. I fully experience each moment. Mm -hmm. I fully experience each moment. This is the only moment in which you have power. This is really a lesson for me. You get this? This is the only moment in which you have power. You're listening to the show. This is the moment. This is it. Not the moment before and not the moment after. The past is done and the future depends on the choices you make now. 
You see the way I said that word choices? That was like totally New York. Mm -hmm. Experiencing life as rich and rewarding in each and every moment leads to a more prosperous future. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow it down a little bit. Let's say that one more time. I want you to You were going too fast for me because I didn't get it. All right. That's because, dude, you got to be in the moment. I know. I understand that, but our listeners may or may not be, so we got to bring it down a little bit. All right, go All for right, it. Prosperity Law number seven. See, I'm going fast, too. But that's the easy part. You. <laughs> it's like, I fully experience each moment. So, like, right now, you fully experience each moment. This is the only moment in which you have power. The past is done, and the future depends on the choices you make now. Not right. Uh, right not now. then. No. Not former. Now. No, that's right now. That's right. Experiencing life as rich and rewarding in each and every moment leads to more prosperous future. Exactly. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today because, you know, healing, I believe, is a personal journey. And as we go through healing, whatever that is, whether it's our body, whether it's our emotions, whether it's our thought process, whatever that is mm-hmm. that we do, it's a really a personal journey. For me, it's really bringing people like Dr. Pajari uh, to the conversation so that you could get an understanding of there is no right and there is no wrong. Mm-hmm. There only that is. So the second card, which is also related. The second card! Gotta get the card! Woo! All the change spilling out of my pocket. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. Give yourself a hug. That's, you do that really good. Thanks. It's really I well. got long arms. Self-love and self-acceptance have no substitute. The more you love yourself, the more riches you will accept in your life. Outer actions will be futile. I <laughs> love that word. Futile. Futile. It's like a movie. It's like the Star Trek. Thing. Right, exactly. Fut- like the Borg. Futile, unless you love yourself enough to receive your blessings. The quickest way to shut off your good from the universe, from spirit, is to have any operation of self-starvation going on in your with your own view of who you are absolutely must love and engage yourself fully in that process in order to thrive and that's what this show is about we are being honored today with dr astrid pajari and she began her practice in integrative medicine uh several years ago and to really incorporating both the mind body spirit integration she found that recognizing spirit as well as recognizing how well she had been trained in medicine really brings a different conversation to the table and so this is what she's doing at the Pajari Center uh, and the University uh, School of Medicine in Bastyr. She lectures and writes on the topic of integrative medicine and we're going to hear a little bit more about her story about her journey and about her credentials and before break let me just welcome you fully to the show. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We've got so much to talk about, and uh, yet at the same time, uh, this is a conversation that so many people have been waiting for, really about bridging, bridging the gap, really making the connection for those that are out in the world looking at Eastern medicine and those in the world at Western medicine, and to know that there is a way to connect and that's what you're going to bring to the table, and we are really thrilled to have you on the show. Uh, let's go to a break, Benny. When we come back, more with Dr. Pajari. What I want to say is this is going to be a show today that if you have questions, 
the, the phones are going to be open. If you're stuck between either of those worlds, if you have a question, if you have a comment, if you'd like to hear more about it, let's give out that 1-800 now, Benny. Sure. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Give me a call. All right. We'll see you right after this short break. Get ready for your questions. This is an invitation to really walk with me across the bridge. We'll be right back. Lame, but girl, I'll try. You need to sit down. This may take a while. See this girl, she... Occasional indigestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's 1-866-NO-BLOAT. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. You already have the tools you need to live a psychic life, but you don't know how to use them. Let noted medium John Holland show you how during his new 2006 lecture tour. Learn to awaken your psychic strengths. John will help you identify your intuitive gifts through highly interactive exercises. Plus, he will dedicate Friday evening to delivering messages to the audience. See John Holland in Seattle on September 8th through the 9th. For tickets, call 800 654 5126. That's 800 654 5126. Or visit hayhouse.com. That's H A Y house.com. Hello, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Carol Barbeau with your astrology tip of the week of September 4th through the 11th. Pluto, the planet of our unconscious mind, the past, and transformation, moving direct on Labor Day, sets the stage for a full moon lunar eclipse on the 7th. Lunar eclipses block the past, giving us a reality check look at our lives. This eclipse has the sun in Virgo giving us the details, opposing the moon in Pisces, asking us to reach into our imagination and our vision to create a new reality for ourselves. Balancing the facts and the vision are the gifts of this eclipse, and with Mars, the planet of passion, moving into relationship-oriented Libra, relationships will be strongly highlighted the next six months. Yes. This eclipse will reverberate for the next six months. Eclipses are balancing tools designed to bring us what we need, not necessarily what we thought we wanted. So look for gifts disguised in unfamiliar wrappings over this next two weeks. And for your astrology tip of the week, tune in next Monday. And for more information, go to my website at carolbarbo.com or email me at carolastro at verizon.net. Want to get out of the rat race and stay out? Let Mary Hendrickson, cash flow specialist from First Horizon Home Loans, show you how. Mary takes 27 years of successful banking and brokering and turns them into stepping stones that pave the way to your financial independence. All loans closed for Dr. Pat Show listeners receive a $300 reduction in closing costs. Call Mary today at 425-576-2249 and begin your path to financial freedom. That's 425-576. 2249. Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Get clear on your sacred contracts and the cards you hold in life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our website, inqmind.com. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. Oh, 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 oh
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Dr. Astrid Pajari. And just to give you a little information, Dr. Pajari is a board-certified internist and credentialed med- medical herbalist. Many years of experience in providing uh, consultation about safe and effective integration, and that is the key. I want to say this, safe and effective, because there really is a bridge that needs to be to be built. She received her medical degree from Tufts University School of Medicine in Boston and uh, has completed her internship and residency and comes here today on the show as again Seattle's one of Seattle's best doctors and that's an award that's voted voted on by uh, by your peers as well Dr. Pajari and we want to thank you so much for joining the show. Thank Thank you. You You know let's start out by asking you this question I mean I, I could go on and on and read about what you've done and what what brings what brings this conversation for me into the heart is a question that I ask everyone. I've looked at your website. I've seen what you've done. I've spent time with you. And I want to ask you this question. In all that you've done and all that you are, what are some of the challenges that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? That's a really good question. Um, I think I would say... I guess trust in myself and trust in the universe. And I think, you know, when I was first deciding whether or not to go to medical school, I think I told you, but I was debating whether or not to go to naturopathic school. And I wasn't sure. And, you know, I had gotten a brochure from Bestier and so on. And I I realized at that time that I was going to have to make a choice between one place or the other. And I decided to go to medical school and not go to naturopathic school. But it was a tough decision because in some ways it was like walking through a world that really didn't fit completely. Mm -hmm. And I think probably a lot of people have had the experience of not completely fitting in, you know. And I think for me that's pretty much been the case wherever I've been because there's always been a part of me that doesn't quite fit in because it fits in somewhere else. And I think all of us really have that. But so in medical school, even though I was there and I did really well in medicine and I fit, you know, from the outside in a lot of ways, I think it was really challenging for me inside because not all of me fit in that in that box. And then I went to residency and had the opportunity to lecture a lot on alternative medicine and sort of start bringing um, alternative medicine concepts more to physicians mostly through conferences, medical conferences, and so on. But still, what was missing for me was, although I was talking about integrating nutrition and herbs and supplements and so on into into Western medicine and trying to help doctors um, to begin understanding how those things could integrate in a safe and effective way, what was missing for me was still spirit. Because in really, if you think about holistic medicine, I think the way a lot of even holistic people operate is they're still very focused on the physical body they're still focused on giving you a supplement or a diet or an herb for a problem but in reality i think we're all a lot bigger than a physical body you know we're a lot bigger and i don't think all of us really even understand i don't even understand how big that really is but i know that we're a lot bigger than a physical body and i think we know that just by our experience of experiencing our minds and emotions and for some of us, even our spirits. But so I think that's what was missing for me. And I finally, I think in opening my own practice and coming to terms with my own spirituality and intuitive side, began finding ways to integrate more of 
who I fully was as a human, not just as a doctor or in a certain role, you know, as a doctor or a teacher or a medical professional or, you know, even a teacher for best year, but rather a bigger person, you know, as a human being. And that's how I show up at my clinic now is as a full human being. But I think in some ways showing up as a full human being in our life, whether we're talking about doing that in our job or we're talking about doing that, you know, just walking down the street every day, that's the biggest challenge there is because you bring so much more to the table, but you have so much more accountability then, you know. So I think in some ways that's that's been the greatest challenge and yet my greatest success. Do you, do you believe that the position that you've taken, and for those of you just tuning in, you are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Dr. Astrid Pujari. And, you know, I referred to her and her practice as creating this bridge. And my question to you is, do you feel because of the choice that you made, and some people would say, some people, I don't know who they are, but there are the, some of them out there, you know, they would step up and say, wow, are you like out of your mind? You're stepping into this world. Here you are, a full MD, and now you're stepping into this world where in most of the country they, they view it as woo-woo, but here you are now being awarded, I think it's the third or fourth time in a row by your peers, and so do you feel that you have to have, in a sense, a higher standard than most because because you actually stand with one foot in one world and one in the other. Yeah, I definitely feel that that's a challenge because on from the Western medical standpoint, you know, it's it's always been really important to me to really know medicine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my husband used to joke that I was like an encyclopedia for Western medicine. But, I mean, I really, and I think that's because I felt a tremendous amount of pressure to perform well and to really know my stuff in Western medicine because that's what gives me credibility also. It's very important, you know. And and also it matters to me for patients. I mean, if I'm going to be seeing patients as a Western medical doctor, I want to know my stuff and I want to be able to do a good job. I mean, you know, who wouldn't, right? Exactly. But then there's another side that, okay, then in terms of holistic medicine, I think there's there's less accountability in terms of standards sometimes but i think again as standing as a western medical doctor doing holistic medicine and being a bridge it's very important to make sure that i know what the evidence has been for a certain product or a certain herb or a certain diet and what there isn't and if there's a gray zone to be really clear about that and the reason that it's important to be clear about that is because um when i'm talking to different camps like different bodies you know whether it's western medical doctors or holistic people that it helps to be really clear in terms of okay here's where there's clear evidence here's where there's a gray zone and here's where we can kind of walk in between and sort of say okay we have a gray zone on both areas so what you know how can we form relationships there and um i think also for patients you know that's one of the reasons that they come to me is because of those high standards and I do try to maintain them. And the third place I think there's important, it's important to have a high standard is just if I'm going to advocate for, you know, it's important for you to forgive or it's important for you to love or learn to trust or yeah. learn to have faith as part of your healing, then I need to be doing those things too. Because you cannot, people know when you are not being authentic. Totally. And it's really important as a healer, not just... Because I feel that in some ways I'm embracing the concept of a healer in addition to a doctor. It's important as a healer 
to really be walking your truth because in some ways that's how you heal you sh- you heal by standing up for people and saying this i've done this you can do this too you don't do it for them but you serve as a role model and i think so then it there's a lot more accountability personally than there would be, say, if I was sitting in a Western medical office, because then all I'm doing is working on the physical body. Right. And, and you know, and it's really clear what that represents to people. Uh, I think we're very blessed in the state of Washington. As a matter of fact, I had Krista Gibson on the other day, who has now formed the Washington State Holistic Chamber of Commerce, which is fabulous. But we have a lot more going on here than other states. There are other states in the country where you don't have to go to a school like Best Year. I mean, you don't have to go through the rigorous program, and you can call yourself, uh, you know, a naturopathic physician and so forth and so on. So here we get to create the model. I believe we are the pioneers and you in particular in my opinion you represent to me a sort of a, you know the seventh wave a wave of encouragement and hope because right now quite personally my own journey my own healing journey it is really mind-boggling for me some days to figure out what direction to go you know what are my choices and i am not pretty up to date but there is a large great there's large gray matter and so being able to come to the place where you decide do i take this drug or do i take this other do i you know proceed with this other modality and what what are the benefits and the pros and cons for each and how to find someone that's neutral in the middle and that's what i think you represent really a breath of fresh air that's what a lot of people come to me for, actually, because they'll go to, say, two or three naturopaths, and then they'll go to a few Western medical doctors, and sometimes they'll even go to an energy healer or psychic or whatever, and then they come to me, and they're trying to integrate all these different kinds of information, and that's how I view it, really, is information. Okay, so you had information from this perspective, you have information from that perspective, you have information from, you know, whatever different perspectives, but in terms of... Um, integration, I think where a lot of people get left out in the middle is in some ways they're having to balance what the Western medical doctor told them and the naturopath told them themselves without any clinical experience, without any medical background. They're having to integrate their supplements and figure out what's the pros and cons of those tests versus the pros and cons of the Western medical doctors, you know, drugs and tests and what's the relative risks and safety and I mean, really, to be able to do that takes a ton of medical experience. And yet, in reality, usually patients are left being that person in the middle, which I think is super tough. I it really is super do. tough. It is super tough. And it's really hard to be well-informed. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Dr. Astrid Pujari. We're talking about being the bridge, the bridge between two worlds of medicine, what we're calling mainstream and holistic. But i got to tell you, in the state of Washington, the new mainstream is the integration of both. And so we're thrilled to be living here. And for those of you that are in Florida, I know that you're listening to this live, and you know what I'm talking about because we've got folks popping up all over the place. We'll take a short break. Let's return with the Dr. Pat show in a minute. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. 
Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our copious health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to copioushealth.com or call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596 copioushealth.com Looking for love in all the wrong places? Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to find out how you can come home to the love within your own body. The Vinagranka Taft of Radiant Embodiment can help you relax into the pleasure of your feminine side. Experience her bodywork approach to healing and wholeness in Bellevue, October 6th to 8th. Visit radiantembodiment.com to sign up and smile. That's How do you start your day? Do you tell yourself what a great day it will be? What we say to ourselves inside our own head does matter. Quick start your day in 10 minutes with the CD of positive self-talk that will help you stay in balance all day long. The publisher of New Spirit Journal, Krista Gibson, gives you two unique 10-minute versions of positive self-talk, especially for the person who wants to approach their day in a more uplifted and spiritually-based manner. To order, go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Embrace Your Day. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Talk radio with a difference. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. back everyone you're listening to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by a couple of bits of information for you uh i'm here with dr astrid pujari of the pujari center and we'll give you information about how to find out more you could certainly go to the website which is www.pujaricenter.com p-u-j-a-r-i center.com and you'll be hearing a lot about that uh you know dr pujari thank you so much for joining the show today uh i think for me what's important is to, uh, you know, share some of the conversation you and I had the other day, which really gets at the matter, which gives folk, uh, folks a real-time example, so that if you're listening to this show and this kind of thing is happening to you, we want to give you the real deal on this. And what I shared with you the other day was um, a friend of mine who has given me permission to share this story. Uh, she had been struggling with autoimmune, uh, what we call autoimmune disease now, 
now for a number of years and was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Even though all of the rheumatoid factors were, were normal, there was this one factor, and I know you know what it is. I don't remember the acronym at all, but it was a very high thing, which said that inflammation resided and had been in both camps, had been with a rheumatologist and getting treatments there, Remicade. I don't even know all of the different kinds, but they're all very toxic. And at the same time, going the path of naturopathic uh, medicine and getting treated. The difference between them really was this is this is what you have. Let's give you the drug. The naturopathic uh, approach was we've got to peel down the layers. And after about a year and a half, the the thing is still going on. The inflammation is still there. All of the no wheat, no milk, no this, you know, cleanse this, do that, throw the drugs at it. And finally, there came this testing from the naturopath, which led to, wow, you may have Lyme's disease. What the heck do you do with that? And the testing was both only one panel showed up in the blood work for Lyme, but all of the other testing, the muscle testing, and there's some other testing, showed Lyme. How does a person sift between that? Well, I think that's a really, really good example of the controversy between Western medicine <laughs> and holistic medicine. From a Western, if you, okay, so if you look at um, rheumatoid arthritis from a Western medical perspective, the inflammation marker that you were talking about is probably either the SED rate or the CRP. And I think it's the C1. Yeah, the CRP. And in Western medicine, what's interesting is actually even within Western medicine, um, when Lyme's disease was first uh, found in Lyme, Connecticut, actually, right. they thought that kids were presenting with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. So Lyme's disease is considered, even within Western medicine, the great mimicker. It mimics a lot of other diseases, including RA, oh, because wow. it presents with arthritis. But in, so in Western medicine, to diagnose Lyme's, you basically need two tests. You need something called an ELISA, and then you usually get a Western blot after that, if the ELISA is positive. Okay, so there's one test called the ELISA, and then the Western blot is done after that. On the Western blot, there's, which is the second test, there's a bunch of other little panels, as you describe them. Uh-huh. And in conventional medicine, you need at least five out of ten of those panels. That's usually, it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So that's the standard from a Western medical perspective. Now, in holistic medicine, the argument is made, well, maybe we're missing a lot of Lyme's disease. And actually, even in Western medicine, this argument is made. Maybe we're missing a lot of Lyme's disease because... Well, maybe people, even with a couple panels or even one panel, are actually having Lyme's disease and we're missing it. But the argument, and I think this is, you know, this comes up a lot in Western medicine. The, the reason Western medicine is so careful about proper diagnosis based on tests, you know, sometimes in holistic medicine we get really angry about that. But Western medicine, the drugs that we use for treatment are usually pretty serious drugs. I mean, they have serious side effects. You know, you're talking about a pretty high risk-to-benefit ratio. So you want to be really careful when you make a diagnosis that really is the diagnosis. 
in holistic medicine, because the treatments are generally much safer from a, you know, they're usually diet or herbs or supplements. In general, those are lower risk, let's say, you know, not always safer, but definitely lower risk and usually been used for thousands of years, you know, human use, that you can afford to be a little fuzzier on your diagnoses or a little fuzzier in terms of, you know, what your cutoff is going to be for a certain problem because your treatments are so much safer. So Mm. in holistic medicine, this person with RA, they would probably, if they found this one panel on Western blot, that would never meet criteria for limes on Western medicine, never. But they would probably in holistic medicine say, okay, well, maybe... um, so if they did, they'd probably use homeopathy, which is very, very safe. I mean, your homeopathy is a form of medicine in which you take, say, a plant and you dilute it thousands and thousands of times to the point where oftentimes there's not even a single molecule of the plant left in the preparation. But, you know, interestingly, in some cases, it's been shown to be effective. And so... For most, many, many times in home, in holistic medicine, we'll use homeopathy to treat um, Lyme's disease or things like that. Well, you're talking about a pretty safe treatment, mm-hmm. okay? So even if they're wrong and that you don't, that person doesn't really have Lyme's disease, then, you know, still this treatment's pretty safe and you usually do it, or, you know, three times or over a week or a month or whatever. In Western medicine, you're talking usually if it's chronic Lyme disease to the point where you've gotten arthritis, you're talking about antibiotics at least for a month, possibly if you even had neurologic involvement or something like that in the person, then you're talking about IV antibiotics. Those are those are risky. I mean, there are serious, you know, safety issues around that. So you, you want to be more careful about, you know, giving that treatment. So I think it illustrates, you know, the difference in terms of approach. And I don't, I think, you know, if you went to... If that person went to a Western medical doctor for that, you know, with that panel, they'd say you don't have Lyme's disease. Right, exactly. There's too many. To be honest, there's a lot of what we call false positive on Lyme's tests. So from a Western medical perspective, that's a controversy. It is a controversy. And what's interesting is, you know, because this person uh, is very connected in, in in the community, has the wherewithal to say, okay, I need to, you know, take care of the pain and get it addressed immediately because this is really awful. And then when you go to, you know, the Western side of things, you know, you get drugs that perhaps will work uh, and you're just thrown all sorts of drugs to make that happen. But the journey to finally get at what may be going on is one where you have to have a lot of faith. Now, you have just had a conversation that had this person come to see you at the time when all of this was going on i'm not saying that it would have shortened the you know the the one and a half two years to find that out but at least it would have been a conversation the other thing that's really important in what you're saying is that what i loved about the way you just did this is that you didn't make one right and one wrong you didn't make one side right and one side wrong. I can't. <laughs> well, since I'm in both, I know that, was, that wouldn't I, work very well. I, I know you can't, but I, but I know some folks that do anyway. <laughs> and and so what you present is for people information that would have them say, okay, what would be the harm in taking this path? What would be the harm in doing this? Uh, and it's really interesting that you talked about that because I think RA is one form of what shows up, but. I, you know, you and I talked the other day about the bucket. 
that's called autoimmune. And man, if like things aren't being thrown in there because we can't really find a category to stick them. Yeah. Right. I mean, even in the conversation that we had about RA, even when the RA marker is normal, I'm not, you know, and, and the other thing that you mentioned is normal, but the inflammation is up. It's kind of like, well, let's throw it in there and call it some other form of RA. What did you call it the other day? Seronegative rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. It's, it's a tough one. <laughs> okay. There it is. And so, so people that are looking at what do I do for my health? What do I do for my life? What do I do? Where can I go? This is the bridge that we're talking about today. Um, for those of you that are listening, uh, it, it, and, I, and I encourage you to find out more, we're, we're beginning this conversation, which is really great news, to know that there is a bridge. And I would ask you, I mean, I, I, you're seeing hundreds and hundreds of people, and you're lecturing, and you're teaching classes. It, you know, how do you really make sense of the buckets that we're creating for illness over here on the western side and you know the the holistic approach which doesn't necessarily talk to the illness or the symptoms how do you in your personal journey and talking to people on both sides how do you bring your message out to to the world well i think that's a really good question i'm just kind of thinking about somebody i've seen if i was talking about say something like uh, multiple sclerosis uh -huh. or MS. You know, I just remember I saw somebody with that recently. Usually what I'll do is I'll say, okay, they'll come to me and they've seen usually Western medical doctors and naturopaths, but sometimes neither. But, you know, usually they've seen both. And this person, I'll say, okay, now from a Western medical perspective, here's the usual, you know, here's the approach. This is usually considered an autoimmune disease, although now there's thought that maybe there's an inflammatory component, blah, blah, blah. Here's the treatments from a drug-related perspective. Usually, here's what you can expect, you know, from a Western medical model perspective. And then we switch hats, and then I say, okay, now from a holistic perspective, here's usually the way holistic providers will approach MS. You know, we start with diet, we talk about the swank diet, we talk about essential fatty acids and different supplements, here's some herbs, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's usually a long list on holistic medicine that we can talk about. Then we talk about, then I switch hats again and talk about from a mind-body perspective, here's some of the ways that people have helped MS or thought about, you know, working with their symptoms. And then usually what I think is really, really important that a lot of people don't do is I, I say, okay, now all of this is three different kinds of information, but what's really important is to sit down with you and say, based on your priorities, your values, and also your real everyday life, what is going to be practical for you? Because I often see people coming in with a list of 300 things to do from different providers, but it's not, it's too much. They can't do it all. Absolutely. You know, this is about cutting to the chase. We'll take a short break. When we come back, more with the Dr. Pat Show, more with Dr. Astrid Pujari. already have the tools you need to live a psychic life, but you don't know how to use them. Let noted medium John Holland show you how during his new 2006 lecture tour. Learn to awaken your psychic strengths. John will help you identify your intuitive gifts through highly interactive exercises. Plus, he will dedicate Friday evening to delivering messages to the audience. 
See John Holland in Seattle on September 8th through the 9th. For tickets, call 800-654-5126. That's 800-654-5126. Or visit hayhouse.com. That's H-A-Y-House.com. New Spirit Journal is a publication dedicated to informing, inspiring, uplifting, and amusing you, our readers. Within its pages, you will find articles and resources that make you think, feel, question, and sometimes chuckle. New Spirit Journal provides a forum for living, growing, and learning. Our writers and advertisers have something to share with the rest of the community and are as diverse as the community itself. They are regular people just like you. At New Spirit, we see every day as a new adventure. New Spirit Journal is available at 425 locations from Bellingham to Olympia and the east side. Get your copy today and have yourself an adventure or visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. Again, that's NewSpiritJournal.com. Pacilli, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul, but right now I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend, Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show, because she is so kind and generous, and she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhansen.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex, so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Click the show's page on 1150kknw.com for the scoop on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. to you all. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We got a couple of bad girls on the show I today. Little, I like your little beep beep. We got the beep beep going on. Uh, you're listening to me, Dr. Pat Basile, and my very special guest today, Dr. Astrid Pujari. And we are talking about the bridge, the bridge that she uh, helps create, the bridge between two worlds. And there are those of you out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, you, you're going to be hearing a lot about her work and what she's doing. Again, I want to say that she was voted this year again one of Seattle's best doctors uh, and on the 2006 list. And we're thrilled to have her here today. If you want to find out more about what she's doing, 
what her center is about, www.pujaricenter.com, P-U-J-A-R-I center.com. Again, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Pujari, for joining the show today. And I think the goal for me for today is to begin a conversation, to have this overview of the, and the realization that there is hope for people that are either caught on one side, caught on the other, totally frustrated, given up, and can't make sense of this. And so, you know, what I'd like to ask you is, in being this bridge, beyond finding and having conversations about medicine on one side and medicine or other, you know, what is the personal challenge that shows up for people that you see? I guess I would say the the biggest thing that I think people overlook when they have something going on, although I think there's a lot of books now about it and more people advocating, you know, to, for this thought process around illness but for in my view illness or all things in our life really all problems but also all good things are an opportunity to think about what it is that that why behind it and that why is something that's usually very personal like what 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 does this mean to me uh-huh. what is the meaning that i have assigned to this you know because for instance and that oftentimes is probably the biggest thing that that will change when people see me because we talk a lot about that. So, for instance, I had a a person who had heart palpitations, you know, and was going to her doctor probably, you know, six times every three months. I mean, a lot and getting a lot of medications. And she came to me because her cardiologist told her to. <laughs> he said, I don't know what to do anymore. You've got to go see her. But anyway, she she came to see me and, you know, we we talked about holistic options in addition to the Western medical options. So we talked about changing diet and supplements and herbs, et cetera. But we also talked a lot about what it was that this illness meant to her. And she told me, you know, she was a teacher. She was totally stressed out. And here she was. She finally retired. And then she got this thing. And it was completely dominating and ruining her life. She couldn't do anything. She was incapacitated. And it was really, really frustrating for her. And so over time, we talked a lot about ways in which she could begin connecting with her body and re-evaluating um, what this meaning was she that had, that she had assigned to her illness and changing it to a more positive one. So way, ways in which she could view this with more of an op, as more of an opportunity for growth rather than this thing that was taking control of her life. And there's a lot of ways that you can work with that through meditation, through developing body awareness, through counseling. I mean, that's probably the most common one, but there's lots and lots of other ways that are actually sometimes faster. And after about three months of working with her, she had gone from a place where she was seeing a cardiologist every, you know, like I said, quite a bit, to where she was seeing him once a year, or actually probably more like once every six months. But she had completely changed her attitude to where she was now grateful for whenever she'd get palpitation. She was really viewing it as an opportunity for growth and for redirecting her. Oh, whoops, I'm getting too stressed out and I'm not following my priorities and I'm not doing what I actually said I wanted to do. So this is a reminder to me to get back on track. And every time she would listen, the symptoms would go away. So it really... That's fascinating. Yeah, it really changed the way she viewed things. Wow. How did she... I mean, it sounds like it's pretty simple, but were you present when she came to the realization that she needed to make the switch? I was very much a part of it. Okay. Yeah, I basically... I 
you know, I've summarized it for you, but this isn't how I'll necessarily talk about it with exactly. patients. We, we get there over time. So it's a journey, actually, yeah. and it's part of the conversation. And I know that you mentioned earlier, uh, and I also read that uh, from the information given to me, that there's a part, uh, actually there's a part, but part of the integration is to bring spirit into the conversation and to have a presence and a knowing of what that is. In your opinion, what role does the degree to which an individual includes spirituality in their life, what role does that play in not only their ability to thrive in life, but their ability to heal? Huge. It's probably the biggest factor, I would say, in my opinion. It's really, really tremendous and greatly, greatly undervalued by both Western medicine and sometimes even by holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. I think because we don't have a systematic way of approaching it. Yes, and you know, it's not in the APA journal from no. a psychologist. <laughs> I don't know about the AMA, but it's definitely now, now the APA, the American Psychological Association, which I'm a member of, we are, you know, now the conversation comes in because we are looking at the power of spirituality, the power of prayer. Um, however, you and I talked about something very interesting. Both of us, you know, come from the place of research and you do lectures and talks all over the, the country, all over the world, really about the scientific evidence but you and i talked about this thing that we call anecdotal data in my profession it's it's the 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 battle that goes on between quantitative and qualitative research and how powerful in your opinion are the stories that's what we mean by anecdotal data well um you know i think there's a role for both i think there's a role for this thing we call in Western medicine evidence-based medicine because it holds people accountable on some level, you know, especially, again, when you're talking about risky procedures or risky drugs, you know, and Western medicine does involve that. On the other hand, where I think sometimes in general in life we get we forget is actually the importance of individual stories because in reality none of us are a number. And no matter, you know, all these double-blind randomized control trials, they're never really intended to say what's going to happen to an actual individual, they're tended to predict for populations. And so those numbers, as much as we put credence on them, they don't necessarily, they're not ever intended to apply to a specific individual or predict completely positively for that individual. Because, you know, there's, it's just impossible. So I think, again, you know, there's a role for listening to anecdotal evidence, but there's also a role for, you know, looking at things from a greater perspective also. You know, I, I love listening to you, and I could listen to you for hours, and you and I have done that already. Uh, and, and out of all of this, uh, I wanted to ask you, you've created the Pajari Center, and uh, I wanted to ask you what your mission is, what your vig vision is, what, what do you hope to achieve, uh, at least at this time in your life? My my um, goal has always been to show people that spirituality and ethical issues, you know, talking about forgiveness or love, p things that people think about as belonging to church are actually essential for physical health. And also to show people that you don't have to just um, be in one camp, that we can bring harmony and better um, just really help people better by sort of 
being willing to step outside our own circles and, you know, learn about the way other people are doing things and then sort of find ways to work together mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, alienating each other. And I think that we're doing that. We really are doing yeah. that a lot in medicine right now. It's very important. Well, you know, I didn't mention much about this, uh, but I wanted to make sure that uh, you give out a message and a phone number if you like, because you also have classes going on, from what I understand. And tell us a little bit about, you know, your idea of doing classes there. Well, um, you know, I think a lot of it just came because I've learned, I feel like I've learned so much from patients, from working with people. Yeah. And I think that... It's, you know, I get all the benefit because I get to sit with people all day long and learn from their stories. You know, I feel like I've lived vicariously about thousands of lives, right? But I feel that it's important for me, again, to share that information with others and to allow them to learn from those stories, too, because there's so much we can learn about healing that way. And I also think that in classes, then everybody learns that they're a master. You know, we're all teachers and we all have something to share. It's very powerful, you yeah. know, how much you learn from other people's stories. Not only their stories, but their hope and their faith. And I want to thank you, Dr. Pajari, for taking the time out of your schedule and joining us today to give us a very, very powerful message. And for all that you're doing and all that you are, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Benny, for another fabulous show. We'll be right back here tomorrow. And uh, same time, same station. Looking forward to another powerful week of programming. See you then, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150 and every Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com.